Was it an easy decision for you to accept the position of parliamentary leader? Um, no, given the circumstances, I don't think it was. Um, I've been uh, in charge of the party's operations in Parliament for over six years now. So I think that uh, given the current circumstances, I think it was a natural fit into that particular role uh, in the interim just to make sure that we were able to put our best foot forward in Parliament and have a continue to do the job that the millions of South Africans devoted for us and sent us there to do, which is to hold the government accountable and put on the table workable alternatives to the problems facing South Africa. In your analysis, how did the Democratic Alliance get to a position where it lost both its chair as well as party leader following the comeback of Helen Ziller to active politics? Well, I don't think uh, it's fair to link uh, the return of Helen Ziller to the departure of the individual. I think that what uh, this was an inevitable result, I imagine, after a very, very disappointing election result where we lost votes and some deep introspection that the party had to do through the commissioning um, of a report into the election performance and the problems that uh, led to that uh, poor result. Uh, that uh, report made a number of findings. It's been publicized. Everybody knows what's in that report. Uh, but it pointed to some, some deep problems within the party uh, that the Federal Council has now started to address. They adopted the uh, 12 points arising from that report to embark upon a process of renewal and reconsolidation and rebuilding. Uh, obviously, one of those recommendations was that the uh, party moved to an early Congress, and that had been resolved to take place in April next year. Uh, obviously, Mr. Maimani was going to stay on until then and potentially contest that position. He's made a personal choice not to do so, as has Mr. Trollope, uh, and that is a choice we must respect. But we've got work to do, and we've got to keep on doing it, and uh, that's certainly my focus for the coming weeks and months. Talking about work to do, what is your first priority, and will you be perhaps raising your hand for party leader if nominated? Well, the first uh, point to do uh, that I've got to get on to is making sure that our parliamentary caucus uh, pulls together given these circumstances, and start to uh, perform the task that, as I said, the people of South Africa have sent us there to do. Um, I would like to focus this week particularly on the medium-term budget policy statement. It's going to be a very tough week, I think, for South Africa. The country is in a deep uh, financial crisis, and uh, getting us out of that is going to require the best efforts of all South Africans, and we'd like to put on the table some alternatives this week. And there's President's questions on Thursday as well, which is also another key mechanism to hold the executive accountable. But I do think we need to start to move towards, I think, far more cooperation amongst political parties within Parliament, Mm -hmm. given the deep crisis that South Africa is in. I think that the tit-for-tat politics that we've uh, seen over the time uh, is frustrating. We all know how bad things are. I'd like to set out in spectacular technicolor to yes. how good they can be. Will you be raising your hand for party leader if nominated? Well, obviously, this is a lot of uh, uh, things have happened in the last uh, 72 hours. Uh, I'd like to give it some thought. I'd like to consult broader with uh, some of the party structures, and I'd like to speak to some of the key people in the party, yes. and, of course, see who else is available. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll obviously make an announcement in, in coming days Wonderful. about whether that will be an option. That's where we got to leave it. That's the newly elected DA parliamentary leader, John Steenhazen. Now, for more on this, we're joined on the line by a political analyst from the School of Security and African Studies at Stellenbosch University, Dr. Nsikalelo Breakfast. A very good morning to you, Doctor. Uh, you listened to John Steenhazen there. Uh, were you perhaps surprised by the unopposed election of him as the parliamentary leader of the Democratic Alliance? Not at all. I think uh, of late there has been an appreciation that the strategy of the DA of trying to use black people 
um, to garner more votes in black uh, communities did not achieve its intended uh, objectives. So I think now there is a, a gravitation towards uh, meritocracy in terms of how they appoint um, uh, people. But I think the problem is that whether you like it or not, race is still a central way of examining things in South African uh, body uh, politics. So uh, on the one hand, one can argue and say, no, this fellow is appointed on merit. On the other hand, that might give credence to the you know, perception that uh, the DA uh, doesn't take black people um, uh, seriously. So I think they are really stuck between the rock uh, and the hard place. Stuck between a rock and a hard place, but do you see them perhaps uh, with using um, other black faces like Solim Simanga and Gwen Gwenya being incorporated in the DA's top leadership structures in order to uh, create that balance that they're looking for? Look, I think the damage is done and what is done cannot be undone. Um, I think uh, we are going to see, in my opinion, as time goes on, uh, uh, black uh, members of the DA walking out of uh, the party um, bit by bit. I mean, the cat is out of the bag now that a lot of black leaders have been used as some kind of a political, uh, you know, stooge. Um, so I don't think that they can recover out of this. Um, unless uh, there is a major shake-up uh, within uh, the party in terms of how the party does uh, things. Dr. Ntsigalelo, breakfast. I thank you so much for your views. That's political analyst from the School of Security and African Studies of Stellenbosch University.